0: Well, good morning, church. Good morning. Happy New Year. Good to all the folks watching online, we're glad to have you tuning in as well. We weren't sure wh- what kind of crowd to expect this morning because of this latest surge in COVID, but we're glad you're here. And I'm not Trevor. Uh, Trevor was scheduled to preach today. I got a call about 6 o'clock, 5.30, 6 o'clock last night uh, that he was sick, and, uh, and we'd had an interesting week. Uh, Lynn, my wife, uh, got sick on her birthday, which was Monday, and then she was tested positive on Tuesday, and then we quarantined the week, and she got better on Friday, and tested, a test came back on Saturday that was negative, and so here I am, right? Uh, it's, been a, it's, been a, it's been an enjoyable week, um, and it's just a couple um, quick statements for you. Again, we were supposed to kick off the Unhurried series this morning, but things got a little hurried, and so uh, we're not doing that one this morning. I want to share a couple of personal notes. The first is I, I, I um, challenged uh, the men and some, some of the women that were tuning in on Friday morning for our men's prayer breakfast. We, uh, we went Zoom on Friday just because everything was going on in my house and, and everything going on in, in the world. And uh, But anyway, I challenged the men to read the Old Testament uh, in 2022. Now, in the fall of 2021, we did a hundred-day challenge and read the New Testament. So, I want to issue that challenge to all of you listening today uh, that we would t- together tackle reading the Old Testament in 2022 in 222 days, all Right, Read the Old Testament in 222 days in 2022. We started yesterday, so it's not too late to get started. And if you wanna email me at Jeff at jeffatmalthorabumc.com, I will uh, get you that reading uh, schedule or you can email Bryce at malthorabumc. Bryce at MountHorebUMC.com or Stephanie at Stephanie at BMC.com. It's pretty simple and, and love to invite you to be a part of reading uh, God's Word in 2022. Now, the second thing that uh, happened to me uh, a couple days ago or yesterday is a good friend asked me a question. and says, what's your theme verse for 2022? And I didn't have a theme verse for 2022. So I was convicted and begin to pray, God give me a theme verse for 2022. And he gave me one, and he gave me this verse. Now, you will know that there are no slides today because when you get the idea you're preaching at 6 o'clock on, on the day before, we don't have time for slides. So, so if you got your Bible with you, uh, open it up to 1 Corinthians 15, 58. Or if you don't have your Bible with you, I know you got your phone with you, 98% of you do. Uh, And and if you haven't got a Bible app yet, you need to get a Bible app because if you're like me, there are times that I forget to read my assignment for the day and I'm traveling and I will pull up my Bible app and it'll read it for me. So on the way to church this morning, my Bible app read for me uh, Genesis 5, 6, and 7. So I'm right on schedule. So it's okay to turn your phone on, no YouTube videos, just apps (laughs) for your Bible. Okay. All right. So here's the verse. God gave me. So then Christian brothers and sisters, because of all of this, be strong, be strong. That's my two words for 2022, be strong. Do not allow anyone to change your mind. Always do your work well for the Lord. You know that whatever you do for him will not be wasted. Whatever you do for him will not be wasted. Now today, more than any other time, in my Christian life and in my ministry, I need to be strong in the Lord. I believe that we need to be strong in the Lord. I'm not going to allow anybody to change my mind. I'm going to say faithful to who God is. I'm not going to let the cancel culture change my mind. I'm not going to let the COVID crisis change my mind. I'm not going to let the cultural battle about truth and biblical truth change my mind. I'm gonna stay strong in the Lord. I'm going to always do the work of the Lord well, and I know it will not be wasted. In 2022, I do not wanna waste my life. I don't wanna look back in 2023 if the Lord gives me another year and say, man, I wasted 2022. I don't wanna hear the words, you did good in 2022. You did not waste any of my time. Now, again, I was not supposed to be here today. We thought about streaming Dr. Bill in from the sanctuary, but we're down on some volunteers. And the Lord said, don't waste any time. You do it and do it well. You know, we are beginning a new year, 2022. And it's a new beginning. It's a new opportunity. You can turn a new chapter. You know, I love the fact that we believe in the grace and the goodness of God. We sang about it just a moment ago. As long as I have a breath, I'm gonna sing about the goodness of God because the goodness of God is about the grace of God. And, and, and when I confess my sins to God, he is faithful and just to forgive me and restore me to a right relationship. As I began 2022, I begin with a brand new page. As you begin 2022, you begin with a brand new page if you confess your sins to God, the goodness of God. Not just 2022, but every week is a new beginning. Every day is a new beginning. Now, I love what uh, Mark Batterson said yesterday. I'm going to steal this. This is good stuff. He's starting a new sermon series in his church in Washington, D.C., and he said this, make or break a habit that will make or break you. We're going to make or break a habit that will make or break you. Now, if we don't break some habits that we got in our lives, they're gonna break us. And 2022 will not be a good year. But if you will make some habits that are pleasing to God, glorifying to God, it'll make you into a better person in 2022. Somebody say amen to that. We gotta break some things so God can make some things happen in our life. Now, I believe that a fresh start in 2022 requires that we see God things from God's perspective and not our perspective. When we're in the middle of a pandemic and a surge like we're in right now, I mean, it's crazy, isn't it? The surge that we're seeing record cases uh, on Saturday here in South Carolina. I looked up in New York, there were 85,000 new cases on Saturday. In Florida, 75,000 new cases, over 8,000 new cases in South Carolina. It's hard to get God's perspective when you're in the middle of a surge. It's hard to get God's perspective when you're in the middle of a struggle, when you're in the middle of a sickness or when you're in the middle of suffering to see things from God's perspective. But my friends, throughout history, we've been living in a broken world where bad things routinely and randomly happen to good people. We need to have God's perspective. We need to let God help us see things from his perspective. Vantage point, not from ours. We tend to be limited in what we see. I never forget in seminary many, many years ago, an illustration that I never forgot. Dr. Donald Joy, the professor of moral development, a uh, brilliant PhD in moral psychology, uh, gave an illustration that if, if you put on a, a certain kind of glasses and you wear those glasses, uh, they, it, that your vision, that those glasses will turn the world upside down to you. It's a, special kind of glasses, goggles, whatever, and everything is upside down. But in a matter of time, your brain will reverse it and you'll see things right side up. You know, your brain will go to the perspective that you need to have. And I believe that God wired us that way, that if we will invite God's presence, God's spirit into our life, he will give us a new perspective. And nothing can turn our world upside down like suffering, constant struggle, stumbling, Sadness over the loss of a loved one, broken hearts will turn your world upside down, and you can't see things from God's perspectives. Now, if 20 in 2021, if your heart was broken by a struggle or by suffering, would you do this for me? Yeah. Many of us in 2021 had our heart broken by a struggle, by a stumble. Maybe it wasn't our stumble. Maybe it was somebody else's stumble. By the sadness, the grief of losing someone we love very much. I'm here to tell you that as we look back, we need to look at things from God's perspective. I love these words from John 16, Jesus said, I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows but take heart because I have overcome the world. Now, that gives me a different perspective when I look at my struggles and I look at suffering, I look at stumbling, I look at sadness. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart, Jesus says, because I have overcome the world. You know, if you expect life to be fair, you'll be disappointed because people Will fail you. Our bodies will break down. Systems will break down. This world is corrupt. Pain, struggle, suffering is not a respecter of person or position. Almost 10 years ago, Tim Keller wrote in his book, Walking with God Through Pain and Loss, he, he, he said this, no matter what precautions we take, no matter how well we put together a good life, No matter how hard we have worked to be healthy, wealthy, comfortable with friends and family, and successful with our career, something will inevitably ruin it. No amount of money, power, and planning can prevent bereavement, illness, betrayal, financial disaster, or a host of other troubles from entering your life. Human life is fragile and subject to forces beyond our power to manage. Human life is fragile and subject to forces beyond our power to manage. Now, Tim Keller, the pastor of the great church in New York City, wrote those words again 10 years ago. Today, present day, Tim Keller is battling with pancreatic cancer. He knows the reality of those words that he wrote 10 years ago. As I follow him on social media, I'm amazed at his strong faith because he is looking at pancreatic cancer from God's perspective and not only his perspective. My friends, we need to have those lenses to see the struggles and suffering in our world. I love what Bill Bauchnott said in a message not too long ago. He said, Not everything that happens is in God's plan, but everything is useful in God's hand. Now, let me say that again. Not everything that happens is in God's plan, but everything is useful in God's hand. Somebody say amen to that. He goes on to say, God does not intend everything that happens, but God superintends everything that happens. Our God oversees what is happening in our world. And there's a difference between everything happening for a reason and everything being used for a purpose. Now, we're seeing a record number of COVID cases all over the world. There continues to be ongoing suffering in our world. Things happen every day that God does not intend. God does not allow a baby to die in order to teach someone a lesson. God does not make your spouse cheat on you to get your attention. The abuse you experience as a child is not and never will be in line with God's will. It's not what God intended. There are things that happen all the time that are not in line with God's will. But I do believe that God can take any thing that happens and superintend it for his will. Now, what are some of the reasons for suffering? What are some of the reasons for our struggles? What are some of the reasons for our stumbling? What are some of the reasons for our sadness? I'm going to give you just a few. The first is we live in a broken world. This world we live in is broken. This world is not how it's intended to be. Sin has infected this world. And again, reading Genesis this week, yesterday, quickly into chapter three, following the great, wonderful creation of God, where God said, everything is good. And in fact, it is very good. And what is Adam and Eve do, what does humankind do? They choose to rebel against God, and they choose to do their own thing. And ever since that time, sin has infected our world. And the reason that we take the gospel of Jesus Christ into the world is to fight the effects of sin. The reason we have ministries is to fight the effects of sin The reason we took up an Advent offering to go toward affordable housing here in Lexington, there are people in Lexington that don't have good quality housing. In in one of the most affluent towns in South Carolina, there are still people that need some help. And we do that to fight the effects of sin. When we go to Liberia and build a house for $10,000 so people no longer have to sleep in the dirt, that is fighting the effects of sin. That has taken the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ to a world that is infected and affected by sin. In Romans eight twenty two, Paul says about our world, he says, for we know that all creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. Just as the pains of childbirth in the end bring forth a child, the groaning and pain that creation is going through will one day produce a new earth and a new heaven and the full reign of God on this planet. A new earth and new heaven. It's part of the new coming, second coming of Jesus and Revelation talks about. Now, we live in a broken world is why there is suffering and struggle, but also we know that we live in suffering and struggle because people make bad choices. People make bad choices and sometimes evil choices. When we read the news, we see every day the sadness, the tragedy of people making bad choices, doing evil things that harm innocent people. You know, one of the, I believe, one of the greatest gifts God gives us is also one of the most painful things, and that is the gift of free will. God gives us all the gift of free will, and you're choosing to be here today or listening online today because you chose to be in God's presence. You chose to to worship with some incredible songs. You chose to say, I wanna begin 2022 in God's house with God's people worshiping, hearing the word of God. Praise God for that. But we know that also free will goes the other way. You know, I, I love free will, but sometimes when it comes to my kids or my grandkids, I wish there wasn't something like free will. I wish I could take them and go, okay, this is where you're going to be. This is what you're going to do. And they go, no, 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 Jay Paul. I'm not doing that. They got a free will, right? But, I, but, I, but, I, but I'm trusting that God is going to bring good things in their life. And I'm praying every day they'll make that good decision. Now, also suffering and struggling in our world is brought about by our own bad choices. Somebody say amen to that. That all of us, all of us are sinners. We all make bad decisions. And when we cave into temptation, when we compromise the truth, When we chase the world, we usually put our health, our families, and our lives in danger. Our suffering and struggle sometimes is a result of our own bad choices. But also, make no mistake, the Bible is clear that there is a spiritual battle going on in our world, and there is a spiritual enemy that is against the goodness of God. Jesus said, I've come to give you life and life abundant, but the thief He has come to steal, kill, and destroy. As we go into 2022, that battle is not going to go away. There's going to be an evil battle fought in the backstory, backstage of your life. And by the grace of God, by the power of God, you can be victorious. Amen? But there is a spiritual battle going on in this world. And we again... Take the gospel of Jesus Christ to fight against its effects. That's our goal. That's my goal. That's what I do. That's why I do what I do is to take on the armor of God to go fight the battles for God against the evil that's in our world. That's why Mount Horb exists. Mount Horb does not exist for us to come and hang out. It comes for us to be inspired and to go out and change the world. Amen? And to fight against the evil that's in the world. That's what I don't want to waste my time in 2022. So how can God bring purpose out of suffering, out of struggles, out of stumbling? I believe the Bible says that God will use everything for our good and for his glory. I remember an illustration that I gave about two years ago when I was, again, doing a Zoom online when we were, not, when we were shut down altogether And I read this story about what happened in second century Rome whenever the great pandemic hit then. I believe it was called the Antone Plague. It killed off one quarter of the Roman Empire. One quarter of the Roman Empire died from the plague. But also, you know what happened during that plague? It led to the explosion of Christianity. And why did Christianity explode? Because instead of running and hiding, the Christians went in and cared for people. They went in and prayed for people. They went and and showed the love of God to people. And whenever Romans and pagans were shouting their blame at the deities, the Christians were singing their praise to God because they knew that God was with them and that God was for them. And so, my friends, it is oftentimes in the midst of suffering that God brings good things. In Philippians chapter 1, Paul says, Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me, that what has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. What has happened to me has actually served to advance the gospel. Now, if you want to look back on 2021 or go back to 2020 or go back to 2019, and can you say with confidence, with God's help, with God's grace, with the help of the Holy Spirit, God, what has happened to me As much as I hate it, as much as it hurt, it has helped me to advance the gospel of Jesus Christ. It has helped me to glorify you. It has helped me to be stronger, to be able to withstand the evil that's in the world. God, it's helped me to advance the gospel. I don't think that Paul is saying that God caused the struggle. I don't think Paul is saying that God it's saying that God caused his health issues, that God caused him the beatings, that God caused him the imprisonment, that God caused the betrayals, that God caused the shipwreck, that God caused the riots. But Paul does say that God used them, that God used them to help me to advance the gospel. As I look back on my life as a child, some of you have heard that I grew up in a very dysfunctional home that uh, I remember one of my memories in a childhood was standing at the screen door, a dirty screen door, crying as a five-year-old because I was hungry. And there was nobody in my house to take care of me or my sister. I remember as a five-year-old setting the kitchen, the the, uh, trash can on fire uh, and, and, and the kitchen on fire then, not because I was a bad kid, because I was a hungry kid. I remember whenever the authorities came to take us out of the home and put us into foster care, that it wasn't my fault, right? It took me a long time to figure that out. But as I look back on all those things and that happened as a child, I don't believe God caused any of those things to happen. But I do know that God used those things to shape me and that God used those things to, to heal me and to help me have empathy and understanding for other people that are going through similar kinds of things. See, God will superintend the bad things that come into our life, the struggles and the pain, because I believe that struggles and suffering and stumbling, when we bring all that into God's grace, it can change us for the better. Do you believe that this morning? Not to make you worse. Now, it can make you worse. It can make you bitter. It can make you angry. But with God's grace sprinkled on top of it, by seeking God's intervention, It can make us better. The psychologist Jonathan Hyatt says that people need adversity. People need setbacks. People even need trauma to reach their full potential. With struggles comes resilience. With struggle come stronger relationships. With struggles come better priorities. And I can see in my own life that the struggles in my life have given me resilience. That because of what happened to me as a child, I have stronger relationships then I probably would have had had that not happened to me. That I don't want my kids to ever go through that. I don't want my grandchildren to ever go through that. I want to change that generational problem that was going on in my family. And by the goodness and the grace of God, that has happened and to God be the glory, right? That God has the power to change what happens to us by his goodness and his grace to make us better. In Romans 5, Paul says, we can rejoice too when we run into problems and trials. Really? We can rejoice when we run into problems and trials for we know that they will help us develop endurance. And endurance develops strength of character and character strengthens our confident hope of salvation. Now, I believe that struggles and suffering and stumbling can change us for the better, but also it can change others. When people see our faith and our joy in the midst of hardships, then God is glorified and lives are changed. And and hear this. When the world sees the church be faithful, be joyful, be truthful, be helpful, be hopeful in the midst of struggle, we will change the world. When the world sees the church staying truthful and joyful and faithful and helpful and hopeful, we will make an impact in the world. That's what Jesus meant when he says, be the light of the world, be the salt of the earth, be hopeful, be faithful, be truthful, be joyful, and the world will change. Now, my friends, I'm not a prophet, but i tell you that struggles will be with you in 2022. I can't stand here and promise you a rose garden. There's gonna be challenges that all of us are gonna face in 2022. And I, you know, I've said this before and it's worth saying again that the reality is that some of you in the room or listening online are coming out of a storm. It's been a struggle. I got a text a few minutes ago uh, from someone listening earlier and said, man, 2021 was a struggle. I'm, I'm looking forward to the lens of 2022 that's gonna be better. Now, some of you have been in a struggle in 2021 and you're coming out of the storm. Some of you listening are in the storm right now. Man, it's hard. It is hard, it is a struggle, it is suffering going on. There is, there is just, I don't know if I can take much more. So coming out of a storm, in the middle of a storm, God be with you. And number three, God help you, you're getting ready to go into a storm. Somebody in this room is getting ready to go into a storm. But I'm telling you that God is gonna be faithful and God is gonna superintend it. God won't forsake you, God won't leave you. He will give you strength. He will use it to advance the gospel. So as you go into these struggles, i want to give you these in closing. Focus on Jesus. It seems like a cliche, right? Focus on Jesus. But listen to what Hebrews says in chapter 12. Let us run with endurance. Now, you need to have endurance when things are hard. We don't need endurance when things are easy. Run with endurance, the race God has set before us. We do this, How? by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding the shame, and now he's seated at the right hand of God, the place of honor. Sometimes in our struggles, we don't really know Jesus is all we need until Jesus is all we have. I want you to focus on Jesus in 2022. He endured the cross, disregarded its shame. You know, what Jesus did with the cross is truly amazing. Not only did he die on the cross for our sins, but he took that symbol, that symbol of Roman humiliation, that, that symbol of, of intense suffering, and Jesus turned that cross of humility into a cross of honor. And today we wear a cross in honor of Jesus because he endured the humiliation on our behalf. I want you to know that through the grace of God, he can take your humiliation and turn it into honor for the glory of God. I didn't mean to do that, God, but God, thank you for forgiving me and God, thank you for restoring me And thank you, God, for turning it into your glory. God can take your story and make it all about his glory. Remember to focus on Jesus. Remember that God is with you. To come boldly to the throne of grace because Jesus, the high priest, has suffered and been tested and without sin. So come boldly to his grace. God is with you. I want you to worship in 2022. With every breath I sing, I'll sing about the goodness of God. Well, that got my attention. I want to use my breath in 2022 to express the goodness of God. Not moan and grumble and complain, but use my breath to express the goodness of God. Doesn't mean I won't stumble on that. Doesn't mean that Lynn says, uh-huh, you said, no, no, no. I got Thank you for reminding me. Use my breath for the goodness of God. I want you to stay in God's word in 2022. Will you stay in God's word in 2022? And when the storms come and the rains come and the floods come and the surges come and the suffering comes and the struggle comes, you will stand because you've built your life on the foundation of God's word. Will you stay in God's word? Will you you not get so absorbed in a Netflix series that you miss staying in God's word? Will you not let that show that starts off a why? Distract you from staying in God's word. You know it's it's crazy. We we won't miss an episode of a show, but we'll miss reading God's word. I'm going to challenge you in 2022 to stay in God's word. I want you to live with the hope that God has something prepared for all of us that no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind has imagined. What God has prepared for those who love Him, and will you will you remain in a community? Of hope. You know, we, we need to endure 2022. We got to stay connected with other believers. We got to have people in our life that are, that are Christians. We, we can't live in isolation. I challenged the men this past Friday as, in, as we talked about resolutions on Friday morning that one of the resolutions I would like church for us to make, those listening online, and I'm so grateful you're here today in the midst of this latest surge is we need to be in God's house in 2022. We need to attend, and in fact, Hebrews says don't forsake the coming together as God's people. And some of you watching online tell me, hey, you make it too easy for us. You know, we can just roll out of bed and get to the kitchen table and have breakfast and, and watch you guys online. You just make it too easy. And I, again, I appreciate the new opportunities to do virtual church, I, I really do. It's a, it's a great opportunity. But but don't let that become your way of life in 2022. There's power when we come together in God's house. There's power when we worship together in God's house. Don't forsake the attending of God's house. God is here with us this morning in the midst of our struggles. You know, our struggles, our failures, our suffering, our stumbles, they're gonna happen. But don't let them define you. Don't let those things tell you who you are because if you're in Jesus Christ, you are a new creation. Let Jesus Christ define you. Today is a new beginning. Today is a new chapter. Today is a new start. And going back to my friend Mark Batterson, with God's help, make or break some habits that are gonna make or break you. We're gonna close with a wonderful song The words are so powerful. Christ be magnified in me in 2022. How's that gonna happen? I gotta stay focused on Jesus. I gotta stay in his word. I gotta worship him. I gotta be with God's people. I gotta be in community. I gotta be in a group. I gotta be with other believers. I gotta face my struggles with his promises. May Christ be magnified in you. Father God, I pray right now that you would lead us into 2022. Father God, that we will stand strong and be strong in 2022. Be strong in your word, be strong in our commitments to you. And Father God, when we stumble, when we falter, help us to keep short accounts. Help us to immediately confess that stumble, confess that sin, receive your mercy, receive your grace, and get up and walk on. When we forget to read a passage of Scripture, leave it out that day. Help us just to confess that, forget that, and read twice the next day. Lord God, lead us into 2022. Make us better. Make us stronger for your glory. Be glorified in us. In Jesus' name I pray, amen and amen.